dimly does it. What circling I see in this dimpled territory, round my head and heart, undistinguished from the space they will. Two eyes dashing from face to face, fretting down corridors graced only by underlings and their subordinates. Let them be leeched as I once was. A child, unestablished in my ways, beguiled by beginnings as stray as wild chaff, yet wheatier still my habits to come, spreading like a rumor through the wheezing sighs of unkept rooms, legs irregular, less aligned to the straight path than one might hope for, but furnished with the method of their own correction. Or was it the correction of others? So many temptations to gorge on, muddling through that whole sequence of births, squealing on to predetermined milestones of decrepitude. If only the moon had a second eye to balance the baseness of the leching sun. I was once acquainted with numbers. They would fall like stuffed birds from the trees. I would try not to startle them with my doughy approach, but often it couldn't be helped. Feet like over-egged pancakes, you see. I would tie their legs together and hang them around my neck before the day had fallen into complete disgrace, and lumber home to fondle my catch. Spreading them out on the table as I often felt I must, a tear would appear in my mother's eye, for the father that had been entrusted to my safekeeping was a viciously pious man when it came to the sanctity of tabletops. He was so enthused by the purity of unimpeded surfaces that a single teacup blighting the sacred plane would throw him into such a fury that every haunched animal was advised to flee. Thankfully, I was blessed with sufficient coverage in that merciful region. But as a consequence, I have little or no feeling for numbers.